Hey, what's happening guys? Grace and peace to you. I hope all is well. Uh, welcome back to Live the Life Podcast and uh, happy Thursday here uh, on Holy Week or Passion Week as we head into Good Friday tomorrow and into Resurrection Day uh, this Sunday, the day upon which all of our faith rests and lies as a Christian. Um, resurrection of Jesus Christ man so I'm gonna call uh, last week we did Jesus is calling and I, I want to unpack that a little bit more so we'll call this message Jesus is calling uh, to and uh, you know I want to start off by talking about the wineskin um, you know the Lord had me go into some great detail on what that looks like in preparing a new wineskin uh, versus the old and I guess to lightly refresh us on that, you know, this uh, an old wineskin can be uh, our old ways, our view of thinking, uh, things we've been taught, um, things that we're stuck on. And if, if we're not quite sure of the new thing, we're, we're not willing to accept it. We stick to the old. And, you know, this applies in the Bible to the Pharisees and the Sadducees who knew the word of God better than anybody yet God was standing right in front of them in the flesh and they didn't believe in him they actually called him Beelzebub called him Satan that's apostasy man um, they were stuck in the old wineskin and you know that kind of goes for uh, all types of religion and teaching and uh, the various forms of religion, um, you know, Catholic, Baptist, Lutheran, Christian, you know, within Christian, you've got charismatic, you have evangelical, you have Pentecostal, you know, you have word churches who only believe in the Bible. They're cessationalists that they just teach the word, which is great, but they don't believe that Jesus is still moving on the earth and that he doesn't move through us. You know, you have the, the charismatic and, and Pentecostal that are you know still moving in the gifts of the Spirit and the power of God moving through us you know so that's the old wineskin and that goes for those who are out just doing the Spirit and they don't they don't read the Word of God they don't they don't apply uh, any of the Word of God into their life either you know what I mean they're just out you know conference seeking fire seeking just you know so it goes both directions. You know, God is word and spirit. And a good, solid church and good, solid teaching is fully word and fully spirit. Embracing the full word and embracing the full spirit. And however that looks like. So this new wineskin, okay, is uh, abandoning. And again, I'm not saying the old wineskin or the old ways are wrong. You keep those things on the shelf you keep that teaching but in order to receive the new you have to put yourself out there so now we have this new wine skin right so we're ready you know we've been shaved we've been softened we're now ready we're now this empty wine skin which does nothing on its own we empty ourselves of ourselves so that we can be filled with the Holy Spirit right in the book of Acts you know, the Lord said, Acts 2, I believe I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. You know, your sons and daughters will prophesy. 
Uh, your young men will have dreams. Your old men will have dreams and visions. You know, these are, these are promises of things to come when the Spirit fills you up, right? So again, there's this reality of becoming empty. And I hope you guys have been following along with Jesus and what he did during this Passion Week. Uh, yesterday was a beautiful picture. He was, he was reclining at the table of Simon the leper, sitting on the floor. You know, again, just a beautiful picture of humility and who Jesus was, who God is, who Jesus is, who we're called to be. You know what I mean? Um, Jesus could have sat at tables with kings and palaces, and he chose to, to be... Um, with those that he loved, man. You know, he didn't come to save the righteous. He came for sinners, man. Right? To heal the sick. You know? To heal the brokenhearted, right? To set the captives free. That's what Jesus came to do. And a cool thing about this um, was while he was reclining, Mary, or it's believed to be um, Mary, the sister of Martha, came into the room and she broke uh, an alabaster jar um, of nard or lard which was like a uh, it was a year's wages right for this pure nard so it is nard <laughs> extremely expensive and often passed down through families for generations and at the time, it was viewed as, as uh, Mary's use of this, this luxury was reckless, or at least the disciples even thought so, you know. It came in a sealed jar, and the bottle had to be broken in order to be used. It was an all-in type of item. Once you opened it, that's it. It's, it's all in, right? And again, that's, a, I think, a beautiful picture of, of this new wineskin of submitting ourselves to God wholly, allowing Him to fill us, allowing Him to move us, we go all in. Because He can't fill us up if we're filled up with stuff. If we're filled up with politics, if we're filled up with religion, if we're filled up with hatred. If, if you're full, nothing else can fit inside. That's the importance of being emptied. Every day, man, emptying ourselves, coming before the Lord in the morning. What do you want to do today, Lord? Fill us up, Lord. At the end of the day, thank you, Lord, for your filling. Fill me more, Lord. Wash me clean, Lord. I repent of things I did wrong today, wrong thoughts I had, wrong things I said. You know what I mean? Wash clean before we go to bed and then filled up again tomorrow. You know, but there's this constant emptying. You know, we get filled so that we can flow, man, so that it flows out of us uh, into the world around us. The kindness of God, everything he pours into us, we're called uh, to pour that out. Amen? So again, Mary gave everything she has to Jesus, and, and, and so are we, you know, to let our whole lives be guided by a strong desire to love God more. And, uh, you know, that comes at a consequence, right? In this case, the disciples responded harshly to Mary not quite understanding what's going on. Maybe the world doesn't understand why we live the way we live and how much we love the Lord, but who cares what the world thinks? It's all about you and Jesus, man. It's all about me and Jesus. It's all about plugging, you know, filling the blank in Jesus. And, and we're all, when we're all all in for Jesus, then we become unified in Jesus, right? We become identified as followers of Christ. And we become different than this world. 
Amen. And that today is, uh, you know, the Last Supper happens today as we move into uh, Good Friday. You know, and we see how Jesus just gave his all. You know, he, he talks about, uh, he does communion today, you know, tells the disciples, this is my body. Eat it in remembrance of me. This is my blood. Drink it in remembrance of me. This covenant that we would remember what Christ did for us on the cross. So before he even emptied himself, he was already starting to do it. And then in the Garden of Gethsemane, as, as he felt fear, I believe he died for emotion in the garden. You know, the weight of what was about to happen to him, the weight of the world, the weight of all of our sin was on him. And he actually sweat blood. In the Garden of Gethsemane, he prayed for his father. This is Jesus getting ready to literally pour out all of himself, his entire life, literally. All of his blood, literally, for you and for me. So I felt it important to unpack this reality having the right view of who God is, this God of love and mercy, that we are viewed as, as sons and daughters of the Most High King. We have to throw out a lot of stuff in order to get to that place. And only Jesus can do it. That's why he came. Only Jesus can heal our soul. Only Jesus can heal the trauma in our life. Our life is full of trauma. Trauma is the 21st century issue in this world. Trauma is what causes everything outside of that, addictions, depression. It all starts there. This trauma, the devil loves trauma. He comes in quickly with temporary satisfaction, with lies, with deceit. And make no mistake that the devil wants you dead. He's here to kill, steal, and destroy. And he uses trauma in our life. You know what I mean? To, to create all kinds of chaos. There's you know, also pride and selfishness and all these other things that we've talked about. But in regard to trauma, and we all have it, and we all experience it, and there's only one who can heal it, and his name is Jesus Christ. You know, in Isaiah 61 and in Luke 4, when he read the scrolls, you know, the Spirit of, Jesus said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he has anointed me to proclaim the good news right, to the poor, to set the captives free, recovery of sight for the blind, uh, release for the prisoners, to heal the brokenhearted, to, to bestow glory and beauty instead of ashes upon those who have been tormented. You know, Jesus takes what's shattered, and he doesn't throw any of it out. He, he rebuilds you and, and makes you better than you were before the trauma. And only Jesus can do that. It's a soul it's a soul issue and only Jesus can heal the soul. So we got to get right and again we have to be ready with this this new wine skin, this new thinking, this availability to allow God to pour himself into us. So anyway man, I'm rambling. I bless you guys. Um 
I urge you, you know what I mean? Get on your faces in the morning, man. Tomorrow's Good Friday. Identify and acknowledge your sin, that you're a sinful person. Acknowledge that Jesus took on all that sin, the weight of the world's sin, died for it, defeated it, nailed it to the cross, right? That's what happens tomorrow so that we have access into heaven, so that we can have eternal life. And the only way to do that is to acknowledge you're a sinner, acknowledge what Jesus did for you on the cross, and believe and receive in him, you know, as your Lord and Savior, and follow him, man. You don't need to clean yourself up. He already did it for you. You just got to believe and receive, man, and, and start to press in to his great love with this this new wineskin, this openness and availability to, to allow God to lead our lives. Amen. God bless you guys.